we reached out to a number of people. That's one of the benef- uh, one of the big things in this industry is everyone wants to help. Uh, so if you have a question, they'll answer. It doesn't matter who it is. You know, it could be the, you know the founder of Night Shift Brewing, which is pretty big, or even you know even if I'm sure if I reach out to Sam Cook, he would he would answer my questions. And that was Kevin of Anonymous Brewing, and you're listening to an episode of Brew Roots. The Brew Roots podcast is proudly affiliated with the Mass Brew Bros. Be sure to check out their website to stay up to date with all Mass Beer-related news. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Brewers, where we tell the stories behind your favorite craft beverage. This is Sound Guy Ryan, and joining me, as always, is Erica and Matt. Hey, everyone. What's going on? You know, not too much. I'm very excited for this week's episode. Yeah. Because... Um, it's your own hometown. It's, it's my own, own hometown. Own backyard. And the weird part was I wasn't even here for the interview. <laughs> you were not. It's super sad. But uh, we really hope you enjoyed last week's episode with Aura Brewing with Daniela. That one was so much fun. Yeah, it, it was. was a lot of fun. It was just like so different. Like It was very different. It was cool to yeah. hear from London. Well, I thought what was the you know most fun part of the interview was him asking us questions about, you know, Right, what that, the beer scene is over yeah, here. Yeah, that doesn't happen very often. No, 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 no. it doesn't. It, it was a we were like ambassadors. So it was, yeah, it was a two-way interview. It was awesome. Yeah, um, and it was it, yeah. different. So, you know what? if you haven't gone back and listened to that, you you should do that. You should because hit pause, listen yeah. to that, and now listen to this then week's come episode. Back. Exactly, or listen to this week's episode, and then make sure you go back to next week's. Yeah, Last I mean, week's. what else are you doing? It's COVID. Yeah. I mean, come on, it's COVID. You're hopefully wearing a mask. That's true. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Um. So, guys, it's been awesome this week because I finally got my hands on Gilded Skull. Again. <gasps> they're, again. again, I know I was going to say, their second release. I just got it today, and I think you just got it today, too. I did, but I was so happy. Um, they're Water Snakes, which is such <laughs> yes, a cool name. They are Water Snakes. No, that's the beer's name. Water Snakes. <laughs> um, and if you haven't listened to that episode, you can go back in the go on back and, and listen to that episode. Um, yeah, but Gil Skull, love their story. Uh, Neil is an awesome yeah. guy. It's a solid and beer. his story is incredible. So yes, exactly. So um, yeah, we've support. Had, we've had a lot of really good stories go through here for the past. Honestly, we have. Yeah. We have yeah. indeed. Yeah, we've had we've some been... of our best stories during COVID so far. So yeah, and we've actually had some of our best listening uh, months and engagement on social media. So thank you everyone thank you. who's done that. Um, we've had huge numbers. And do you. us a favor and tell a friend. And make sure that those friends tell another friend. And, and then another friend. rate and subscribe while you're at it. Yeah. Just for fun. Yeah. Or go into an AOL chat and just write Brew Roots is the best podcast ever. <laughs> or AIM. Do you guys remember AIM? Oh, how could I forget? Oh what was God. your screen name? Cybercow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's what it was, actually. Right. what was yours? <laughs> I didn't have one. You weren't allowed to? <gasps> he was or too young. young? He, he wasn't old enough for No, yet. I was old enough. I just didn't really feel the need to. Or you just had no one to talk to. No, I was like... I was, like, Ryan. gaming out on, like, uh, Duke Nukem, you know? What? Duke Nukem? What? Yeah, it's a game. Yeah, it's a game. And, like, what? I had, like, all the old school games on my on my uh, PC. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Mine was Blinken Park 182. Oh, <laughs> you're so cool, man. Yeah, oh that's, you know what? That's actually what we should ask in the interview. What was your AM screen name? Oh, my God. That's a great idea. Yeah. Next okay, interview. you Next guys, interview. this was really fun. We, we yeah. figured this out. Yeah. Um, so... I've been drinking the Gilded Skull, and I've also been going through, like, 
older beers that I have in my fridge. And my fridge is so full right now. Yeah. It was empty. I emptied that during COVID. And now recently, I've just completely stocked yeah. it back up. I can't help it. I have to support my friends. That's yeah, true. Yeah. Every time I go out, I just buy beer. Yeah. I'm looking stocked. forward, though. In two weeks, Ryan and I will get to... We brewed beer. We <gasps> did. We, we, yeah, we brewed right. a pale ale. Yeah. Um, if you guys don't follow us on social media, do that. You know, the process uh, was borderline miserable, uh, but... Well, it was, I, it was, it was so their, hot, and yes. then it rained. And it, it was yeah. their first all-grain experience. Yes, so. and I already know we will do it way better next time. Like, I know this. Like, I've done so much more research. Like, I, I understand the temperatures everything needs to be at, how to make sure the temperatures are relatively in the ballpark of where so they're supposed to be you, at. Um, you guys came to the store with like no idea what you were doing, and I was like, yep. "Oh my god, you're doing an all grain beer today, and you don't know what you're doing." <laughs> <sighs> yeah, but no, I, I, I know. You learn, and, and I, I know what to do, and I think from there job, I can Ryan. only learn, you know, even more. Um, <laughs> but I'm super excited. Like, I want to say, like Matt and I were texting, and I was like, "I just want to." We were sexting what? No, no texting. texting. Oh, Jeez, sorry. Erica, like, come on! I just want to brew tomorrow again. You know, yeah. Like oh, after cute. our experience, we're like, oh man, this was so much fun, and we learned a lot. And I want to apply that like right now. Like I don't want to wait for another couple weeks. Right, four weeks. We are so lucky, though. I mean, not to brag, but to brag, like. <laughs> We have Ray from Rockport who's going to come and help us with our next home brew. So, like, yes. we'll actually have a professional home brewer, it's, it's like a professional brewer, <laughs> like, <laughs> get us through the growing pains. But it was important to kind of figure out that stuff on our own. And, oh, absolutely. Um, hopefully, make us better interviewers and kind of know the process. I've I've homebrewed only extract brews before, uh, so to get a little bit of that 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 knowledge and. Experience. understand and, and, and yeah. how much it sucks to do sometimes no, yeah on, yeah i mean it sucks but when you really once get you down figure to it, it out once yeah. you know you what you're do doing it, it doesn't yeah. suck and no. it's a whole lot of fun yeah and you get to worry about all the other things you're adding to it you know like yeah. oh i'm gonna change this thing and you know yeah, yeah there's always cause and effects and i yeah. think Definitely. i think you and i and erica we were excited to do it on our own after we did our brew day with East Regiment. So Definitely. I'm glad that we we finally, finally did it. Yeah, um, for sure. So we'll report back how good or bad it is. Our friend Jenna yeah. told us it's going to be low in body and not good, but we'll but see. That's okay. <laughs> it's going to be and easy drinking. Okay. Come on. It's okay. Um, yeah. Crushable. Crushable. Yeah, that's the word. Yeah, but I'm excited for that. Um, so, have, have you guys been drinking anything else other than... Uh, other than Gilded Skull? Yeah. Yes. Like, of course, Ryan. I know. I drink a lot. Um, <laughs> well, right now uh, I'm drinking Night Shift, uh, one of their one hop series with the top is a uh, Topaz, Topaz uh, hop. Um, <laughs> now, actually, speaking of Night Shift, I saw an article that their uh, beer garden is going to be opening. Oh, wow. I didn't see that, but yeah, that's cool. In like a week or two. I don't know if it's complete BS. I think you're making um, shit up. Uh, I'm, I'm pretty sure. I actually uh, messaged it to the Brutes Facebook page. Wow, did you? Um, to inform you guys before this uh, recording session, but clearly yeah. you didn't read your messages. <laughs> I don't know how to read. <laughs> I yep. mean, I didn't know how to read until I was 18, so yeah. that's okay. Uh, <laughs> um, oh. But other than that, I mean, I've been doing like loggers like maritime logger mm, bent solid. water logger mm -hmm. yep. um mighty uh mighty squirrel half of eisen it's like 
I thought oh. you got your hands on mic check. Oh, I need to do Ooh, that. Speaking so of vloggers, um, I went to Remnant actually the day because I wanted to get their bottle release. Um, a very funky bottle release. It's, it's, I can't wait to try it. Um, and then I got a crowler of their... I don't know, it's a, it's like a pills lager. I can't remember the name of it. It's Great like just story. oh just just pilsen. Ooh, cool. Um it is so good though. Yeah. I love remnant. Oh um, yeah. And I, that pilsen lager is amazing. So I am um, in the area. I'm very excited because remnant is doing a collab with faces right now. Yeah. And can't wait I to just try know that. It's, in saw, oh, yeah, it's in barrels. It's in barrels. Remember that time we, we saw, saw Danny and then the we saw Ed. Shop. Yeah, like Danny's an awesome brewer. Ed is an we awesome brewer. And Charlie's an awesome brewer. So those three together, just making an incredible beer. It's, Awesomeness times yeah. three. Awesomeness to a third power. Yeah. And, dun, I, dun, dun. and I know Charlie just being super excited about Barrel. So, like, <laughs> it's going to be kick-ass. It's going to be so amazing. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we've talked a lot about our friends, but they're awesome. But this week, the focus is on Anonymous. Our other friend, our Kevin. Our other friend, Kevin. Yeah. And... I got a lot of love for him because it's hometown love, and we live in the uh, same town. Oh yeah, and that brewery's in the same town. So, and the best part was Matt wasn't here. Yeah, when that we did was it, the so. best it was part. so great. I quit. Just saying, <laughs> you're fired. Yeah, all We're right. Done with every you. Time. <laughs> That's um, all right, we love you. So, I guess before we go to that episode without me, the worst interviewer ever, um, <laughs> I'd love to hear us. A word from our sponsors, which we'd probably have more Same if days. I wasn't part of the podcast. So, <laughs> Until next week. Until next week. Cheers. Cheers. Hey, Sound Guy Ryan here. Didn't know if you heard, but we're a part of the Hopped Up Network. There you'll find other informative podcasts about beer. So go ahead, follow them on social media, and visit them on their website, hoppedupnetwork.com, to learn more about the people, beer, and breweries from around the country. And until next time, thanks for listening. Cheers. This week's episode would not be possible without our amazing sponsor, Shirts on Tap. Each month, they team up with breweries from across the country and create a custom shirt and deliver it to your doorstep, along with stickers and coupons. Sign up today using the promo code BREWROOTS for $5 off your first box. Head on over to ShirtsOnTap.com today. And remember, drink better beer, wear better shirts. At our local homebrew shop, Beer and Wine Hobby, you can get everything you need to make beer, wine, cider, and cheese. Not sure where to start? The knowledgeable staff at Beer and Wine Hobby are there to help. Beer and Wine Hobby is family-owned and located in Danvers, Massachusetts. To learn more about them, check out their website, www.beer-wine.com. Don't forget to use our promo code BREWROOTS for 10% off your online order today. Cheers. Cheers. Hey everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Brewery Roots. I'm here as always with Sound Guy Ryan, even yes. though he's actually Sound Engineer Ryan. If yeah. we're to be technical, so. yeah, I, I felt like I was offended. <laughs> um, <laughs> the Sound Guy thing. Yeah. No, no, it, it's just something you know when you're in uh, the profession, and they're like, "Oh, the Sound Guy," and it's like, "Oh, ouch!" Actually like, actually, a Sound I'm, Engineer. I'm getting a master's in this, <laughs> and I'm still called Sound Guy. Like, come on! But no, it's all good. Um, so Erica, we're here, 
uh, at Small Pond Studios in Georgetown. Our new fave spot. Our new fave spot. And yeah. we're here with Kevin from Anonymous Brewing, which you're based out of Raleigh. Just down the street, that's right. Just down the street. So we knew this was like the place to do it. It was meant to be. It was meant to be. Um, Quick, easy drive, but he was also down the street um, doing like, what is it, a little league? Yeah, my my son was playing a game elementary school here in Georgetown. That's amazing. Nice. So we always like to start these interviews uh, asking uh, your role at the brewery, your name, and what was your first memory of beer? Good question. So my role at the brewery is uh, I'm one of the founders uh, me and a friend of mine uh, founded in 2017. Um, you know, my first memory with beer, I must have been like 15. I think, oh, you know what? I was at a party in the woods in Lynn. <laughs> so uh, I was at a party in the woods in Lynn at uh, Spring Pond. And uh, I, was, I was actually 14. I think I was 14. And uh, <laughs> I, was, uh, I was, you know, there was a keg. I had a couple of beers. Yep. Yeah. And uh, I guess I got a little loopy. One of the older kids, <laughs> one of the older kids in school, started calling me Two Brew. <laughs> thank God that thank God that nickname didn't stick. Yeah, right. That'd be <laughs> that. rough right now. <laughs> yeah. The yeah. Two Brew Brewer. <laughs> Yikes! That's all right. That's cool. Do you remember what beer it was? Oh, probably something cheap, like yeah, Bush, yeah, Bush yeah. Light, something like that. Yeah, you know, natty. Nat- natty. <laughs> yeah. So then, uh, what happened next? I assume we didn't walk into that situation like i'm gonna be a brewer <laughs> no my my so my path went several different routes i was uh initially i was in school to be an accountant at bentley college fun um that didn't go far uh i i think three semesters i lasted there and then i started working you know just jobs to make some money over the course of time um after a while i started skipping out on those jobs to take some pictures <laughs> uh so i would you know just call in sick, go to the woods, take pictures, drive huh. around, take pictures. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, from from there, I, I got a job as a photographer, and I was working, uh, doing senior portraits and school pictures and, you know, that sort of thing for yeah. a few years. Decided uh, that I wanted to open my own photo studio, so I did that. It was in Lynn, the JB Blood building. Um, I think it was around 2009 that I did that. I uh, ran that for about five or six years and did a bunch of weddings and baby portraits, things like that. So then I, uh, I, you know, just kind of like fell into a job as a designer, uh, graphic designer with, uh, one of the clients that I was working for at the time. I'm still there. So that's, you know, that's my full-time gig making beers part-time for me. It's a side hustle. Uh, so the, the whole concept of, uh, starting the brewery just sort of came from, a uh a 10-year a sort of geek out on <laughs> home brewing where i would you know i started with the brew in a bucket yeah and uh you know jumped pretty quickly to whole grain all grain not whole grain <laughs> and uh from there i um you know just over time just started developing all these recipes and making as much good beer as i could and uh went to uh bissell brothers with a close friend of mine um Mike, who uh, was the co-founder of the brewery with me. And while we were there, we were looking around. We were like, we got to get into this. This is fun. It's a it's a party scene. It's a good time. It's good beer. Let's do it. So just over the course of uh, the six months that followed, we started planning. We, we figured that the best approach would be to be as uh, contractors, 
um, just because we didn't have the money to start a build out on a brewery or anything like that. So that's what we did. Uh, 2017, in October, we brewed our first commercial batch at uh, Ipswich Ale. And uh, we've been contracting since. Uh, up until now, a few things have changed, but uh, we can get into that. So that's sort of where it all started. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. I, I had no idea you've been brewing for so long, honestly. I kind of thought you were new. Still, yeah, so. yeah, it was really funny, Erica. Yeah. Before this, I'm sorry, I'm gonna throw you under the uh, bus here. But she was like, "Oh, I'm gonna go pick up some of his stuff uh, at the store before I get there." I didn't know he had cans in stores, and I'm like, "What?" I don't know how I didn't know that, but for whatever reason, well, I just was like, "You're not from around know. here." I think that's you know? what it is. So you're um, be- still kind of local to this area. Well, you're in Boston and Cambridge well, now, so too. That was sort of part of the uh, the the benefit of the partnership that I had is yeah. um, the my co-founder is on the South Shore. He's in Weymouth. Gotcha. And he works in New Bedford. Okay. Uh, so he was able to handle accounts all the way down towards essentially, you know, the Cape. Yeah. And then um, up through uh, into Boston, I was handling the accounts north of Boston and... Uh, sort of out west. I think we we are as far out as Westford at this point. Okay. Um, we did have a couple of accounts in Worcester, um, just something that we sort of fell into at the time. Yeah, but, yeah. But yeah. All right. So get out there and find us beer. Don't yeah. be don't be me. <laughs> it's don't out there. Be I know. Right? We we've been on shelves, and and you know what? I I understand completely. Part of uh, part of the challenge of all this is uh, recognition, really. Yeah, I mean, especially without having your own tap room for people yeah. to come and share beer with you. Right, right. And when we were researching, um, we reached out to a number of people. That's one of the benef- uh, one of the big things in this industry is everyone wants to help. Uh, yeah. So if you have a question, they'll answer it. It doesn't matter who it is. You know, it could be you know the founder of Night Shift Brewing, which is pretty big, or even you know even if I'm sure if I reach out to Sam Cook, he would he would answer my <laughs> totally, questions probably. Uh, but one of the things, the feedback that we got a lot uh, was, you will need a tap room. You need you need somewhere for people to share your beer. Um, and unfortunately, it just wasn't in the cards. Uh, maybe down the line yeah yeah and you're not you're not the only one i mean there's several that we've interviewed recently very recently you know matt smith ray pickup you know all of them like they don't have the tap room yet yeah so in in you know one of our one of our uh biggest supporters um at the time was mike from small change he was oh cool he's a great he was the guy that gave us all the information we needed because you know these other breweries they they know the rules and the laws pertaining to what they're doing uh mike knew a whole different ball game when you're not in a tap room though right oh yeah for sure And, and mike knew what we needed to do so that helped and then over the you know we learned our own things over time and we would you know share feedback with him and uh, whenever there was like an event notification or something that we were, you know, we were emailed on, we'd bring him in on it. It was, you know, it was sort of like a good little back and forth right, that, right. you know, benefited us both. And if there's a new restaurant that opened up, you know, we share contact information, yeah. just advice and tips on how to get the bear out. Uh, one of our strongest uh, selling points was our willingness to go and, and pour at uh, stores, just tasting events. Nice, nice. Um, we must have done... To, Mickey did so many more than me, uh, <laughs> which is <laughs> probably the precipice of everything. But we must have like he must have done like four or five a week for oh, a good geez, year. Wow! Yeah, good I mean there him. were days where he was doing like more than one in a day. And, oh jeez! Um, and and I would try to get at least one or two in a week. And <laughs> right. um, 
Which know, what try, I think would be pretty good. One or two a week. Yeah. I mean, that's solid. Try not to reschedule too many of them, you know, because <laughs> they need me there to try right. to sell the beer. Uh, and whenever we were in stores and selling the beer and people were tasting it, they were like, wow, this is good. This is good. And the, like, the feedback was always tremendous. Yeah. And uh, that's sort of what drives it. You want people to tell you your beer is good. If people, if people <laughs> right. are saying your beer sucks, it, you know, it's, you're doing something wrong. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. Um, so that was good. And, and it would fly off the, the shelves when we were there. Uh, what we ran into a lot often is uh, without us being there, people didn't even know what it was. And some of the stores, yeah. like, some, like a handful of the stores were proactive in selling it. Like, yeah, these guys, this beer is good. You guys should try this out. They would sell it to their customers. Yeah. And those are the ones that, you know, we we are holding on to. Of yep. course, yep. yeah. Uh, and those are the ones that I am looking forward to working with uh, in, in you know, the short term and then more more forward in the long term. So. Yeah. Yeah, I, w- I wish we, we saw that more, you know, as someone who owns a package store, right? Like, you want that cust- uh, customer interaction, you know, like, what do you like, blah, 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 oh, I yeah. got the beer for you, right? Yeah. Um, I want to say even, you know, last week um, with our uh, interview with Daniela, that's mm-hmm. what they said. You know, yeah. it was very, um, like, the people there do a good job interacting with the people. Yeah. Um, and it goes a long way. It really does. Yeah, it yeah. really does. And I think um, once people started to to try it, they'd be going back and looking for it. Right, and, right. You know, a lot of stores, it would sell really fast. Other stores, it wouldn't. You know, yeah. it, it is what it is. And and the whole concept all along was to uh, try to... So we ended up in more than 150-some-odd locations wow. at one point. And uh, that's, really, like, that's a lot for yeah. two people for to two manage. two people. Yeah. So the the whole idea, and we, I w- we were always just sort of going back and forth on this. Like it, it, it's got to be you know forty stores. We've got to get into forty stores. Uh, we have to have a regular rotation. That was what we were going to do. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, so that's so that was the approach. And then um, you know as it you know as it started playing out, we started getting into a rhythm. Then we hit you know the end of the year last year. Uh, was the last year that we were uh, licensed as wholesalers. Okay. So what we did is um, the wholesale license in Massachusetts is really expensive. Um, when you consider that you can get a farmer brewer permit for 22 bucks or 21 bucks. Oh. Just out of curiosity, what is a wholesaler? Like, how, how much does that cost? Um, it was, uh, it, it's dependent on um, production amounts, but yeah. uh, for what we were doing, it was somewhere like f- between four and $5,000. Oh my gosh. And for twenty-two year. bucks wow. for farmers brewers. Yeah, that and that's insane. so like you can self-distribute, right? Exactly. Okay. Yeah. Understood. So what we so wow. and, and at the time we didn't know, and if, in fact it was uh, Matt at Wandering Soul who uh, was of the course. one. He was the one that told us about the uh, the farmer brewer permit. He was permitted years ago, um, even before he started making beer. Yep. Yep. Uh, and uh, he told us that he he went through that process so we were like well we could do the same thing so we did and uh, it was a little bit painstaking there's a lot of paperwork involved of course yeah yeah. Um, a couple of what i call site visits <laughs> which may have been sort of drive-bys um, right. <laughs> i don't really know for sure i was never actually there for them <laughs> but uh yeah yep. but uh, you know the the whole idea is to just sort of have a space that's licensed to yeah. be uh, a, a brewery so right now my garage is a farmer brewery Awesome. And uh, that sort of 
is, is it's sort of like the the initial phase of where I am now. At the time, it was in, in, intended to be strictly a pilot batch area. Yeah. Um, sort of like a test kitchen. Um, and when we were uh, going through that part of the process, we weren't able to brew because it took a lot longer. There was like some 90-day window from when we submitted the paperwork to when we actually got a uh, response Ugh. from the state. Yeah. Uh, from the, the state. Oh, you know what? Right, right. Have, actually, the delay may have been the federal. I guess it's irrelevant. But one, one or the other. <laughs> there, there was a delay. There was a very long delay. <laughs> yeah. And, and when our wholesaler license expired at the end of 2019... Uh, we weren't able to brew until we were permitted again. So um, that was probably February. Or of 2020 at this February point? February 2020. Oof, yeah. So then we, we get on the schedule right finally. Right before the shit. Oh. Yeah, the shit show. <laughs> so we, we get on the schedule finally to brew Tiffany, which is our New England IPA. It's named after a friend of ours. I don't know if you guys have had it. I think it's delicious. Um, I recommend it. Have you had it, Ryan? Dave actually at uh, Georgetown Liquors, he sold it out, so you weren't able to find it in no. there. That, that's no. the one that flies <laughs> off the shelves because that's yeah. you know it's the New England IPA. Everyone's looking for it's of new. Course. Of course, haze um, craze. We brewed it. Haze craze pays. Yeah, we brewed it a couple times, and um, it's been very successful. Um, but we packaged it the day before self isolation started. Essentially. Oh, great! So. <laughs> So in a lot of ways, the, uh, the, the, the pandemic sort of benefited some breweries to the point where, uh, you know, it's, people started doing home delivery that never would have done it before. Right. You, know, you find some, some obscure wording in the laws that allow you to do that yeah. sort of thing, yeah. which is cool. Um, but then there are all these other bigger breweries who suddenly need to uh, find ways to sell their beer in a more retail-focused uh, manner. So yeah. The shelves start filling up uh, <laughs> real the, fast. Yeah, so the the little guy like us, who we don't have any real reputation, we don't have any real, uh, we don't we we don't have sales uh, people, so yeah, we're not in the stores talking with the buyers as often as you you should be if it's your you know if it's a full time right job yep. selling beer. So we sort of got um, we found it a challenge. We we did sell through it, but we found it a challenge to get to get through the Tiffany in. A reasonable window is you want to sell a new, a new England IPA relatively quickly. It's got to be, yeah. It's got to yeah. be fresh. Yeah, you know for sure. Um, so we we managed through it, and I think it almost killed my partner. And he <laughs> was like, he was like, you know what? I think uh, I think it, this is a lot harder for him. I, I don't want to put words in his mouth, but I think it was a lot harder for him to sort of uh, compartmentalize things. He's he was all in. Yeah. Um, and it was a like he. It's a lot when it's just two people trying to do all that work. Yeah. 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 And, and I think another thing along with that Plus is COVID. that <laughs> you don't have the tap room for people to do takeout beer. Right. 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 Exactly. You know, a lot of these breweries have the people that go in all the time as a tasting room. And they're like, oh, I can't go to the tasting room, but I can go get their cans at the the source right yeah exactly. And you don't have to do all the work at the packy stores be like hey make sure you sell my beer right right in the in craft beer drinkers who are loyal to their breweries they help the breweries yeah. out in that way oh For yeah sure. and oh, that yeah. wasn't something that we had and again it I, i'm not complaining it wasn't it wasn't like 
We still sold the beer. Yeah, we sold the beer. We like yeah. we in in all this time, it's you know it's work, but it's fulfilling, and we're selling the beer, and we're having fun, and we're chatting with people, and yeah. having conversations about the beer, or you know why we decided to try the recipe in this way, or uh, what we might do differently, you know that sort of thing. Right, right. Um, but in the end, uh, he my my partner, the the co-founder, he decided that he wanted to you know take a couple steps back. Um, which is cool. And we talked about it a few times and we tried to decide, well, you know, what the best approach is. And, uh, he's not gone completely. He's still just sort of a little bit behind the scenes. And, uh, and I, I was, I don't know if I mentioned this earlier. Um, but when we were, uh, in the process of selling the Tiffany, that was when at the same time I was renovating the garage. Um, oh, fun! Yeah, so your I, brew space, my brew just space. To reiterate, yes, the, the, I was, I was, yeah, I was renovating my farmer brewery. Yes. <laughs> um, essentially, that entailed tearing everything out and starting it over with just the shell. So it was a lot of work to do that, um, and at the same time, try to get through what we had of Tiffany. But we managed, and um, as we were building out the brewery, and he was taking a step back, it sort of happened simultaneously, and. Uh, I, at the same time, I was trying to get on the schedule with Riverwalk to brew another IPA that uh, I had actually homebrewed uh, in March, bottled, and uh, shared with a bunch of people who told me it was great. So I was like, all right, well, we'll brew that. Uh, it was called Spin. It was sort of a, a, a modified version of Waylay, which is our, uh, okay. re- our red IPA or the yeah, red New England, right New England Red it's Ale. delicious. Um, but it was essentially an IPA version of that. It okay. was pale. Um, it was great. And uh, it was very drinkable. And um, brewed with a base of Maris Otter. So I was, try- I was trying to get it on the schedule at Riverwalk. And uh, Riverwalk has been supremely busy. with. Uh, <laughs> so we've heard. You don't say. <laughs> <laughs> with contracting. Yeah. So, uh, in fact, I think even during um, like the whole COVID um, pause, they were adding um, capacity. So I think yeah. that's, you yep. know, which is cool for them. Um, but at the same time, it was going to be weeks and weeks before we got on the schedule. And um, Mickey was taking a step back. And I'm thinking, all right, well, <laughs> that means eventually when I do get this package, in fact, I got to the point where I had labels uh, designed and everything. I was going to order them. But when I do get it packaged, I'm going to have to sell it all myself. And... That sounds fun. I was going to do it. <laughs> I was ready to do yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. And uh, one morning, um, I was just sort of scrolling through Facebook while I was sitting at my uh, office desk for some reason. Right. Weird. Yeah. And um, <laughs> and I, f- I came across a post on the Mass Brewers Guild from uh, the guy um, Richard Stafford from Cohituate Brewing. And uh, he had a very small brewery uh, in his basement, essentially, uh, at his house over in Wayland. And um, he had all this equipment, everything that he built out on his own, uh, and he was looking to unload it. He was taking a step away. He's, uh, he's, a, he's ready. His kids are older. He's ready to just sort of be done. So um, I immediately messaged him and uh, asked him, uh, you know, specifically what he had and what he was looking for as far as price was concerned and stuff. So uh, in, in the end, we worked out a deal. And uh, I have his brewery in my garage. Um, <laughs> That's awesome. So the idea moving forward 
will be to brew uh, small batches, hyper nano batches, if you want to say like it's one barrel. Yeah. Um, I have four one barrel fermenters that I hope to keep full all the That's time. That's a solid amount for you know a small brewery. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. 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 Especially if you keep it full all the yeah. time. Like when yeah. you empty it, you're yep. going to be filling it the next day. Yeah. You know? Exactly. So. Yeah, that's the idea, um, and I will continue um, to sell that beer to the those accounts earlier that we were talking about the ones the where 40 or the ones where people are going into the stores and looking for our beer. Yeah, yeah. Um, if any of those beers become something that you know people want me to brew more of, if the people are looking for it in different parts of the state. Um, then that's where I'll bring River. I'll go back to Riverwalk yep. and say, "Hey, can you get me on the schedule?" And they'll help me out. Um, they do a great job there. One of the benefits of um, taking this approach is that I have a lot more control over the brew process. Definitely. Uh, and it's sort of it's it's sort of like going backwards to uh, <laughs> to go forward. I kind of right? like two it, steps back. Yeah, you know? it's a it's a full electric system, fully automated, um, but it's it's you know it's sort of home brewing again. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and. In that sense, I have control over water chemistry. I have control over temperatures um, that, you know, that in the past I've just sort of been reliant on the head brewers at the, you know, the host breweries right. to manage. Here's my recipe. Yeah. Brew this. <laughs> Precisely. Oh, well, looking yeah. at this. Oh, oh, no, you don't want to do that. You want to do that. <laughs> yeah. Right, right. Yeah. In... And uh, so, like, the idea of being able to do it all uh, in-house at this point is is exciting, and I'm looking forward to to getting it done. Uh, Right now, the the build-out's still not completely there. It's almost there. I'm just, uh, I'm waiting for, uh, uh, you know, I just need a new outlet installed. Yep, yep. (laughs) Um, The electrician (laughs) is scheduled, uh, so I'm hoping to be brewing as soon, hopefully as soon as this weekend. Oh, that's awesome. Um, so sometime towards the end of the summer, we'll start uh, getting back into um, uh, some new some some stores and restaurants. I, I have a couple of restaurants um, that have already sold. They're, they're already asking me for stuff. So I'm looking forward to... In this uh, area, I assume? Um, well, sort of. <laughs> uh, I don't, you, you may have noticed earlier, I have some roots in Lynn. Um, right. So right. Uh, we, there's a couple places there. Okay, um, cool. Whereabouts? Just... Well, a shout out. Yeah, uh, the the Gannon Golf Course has been carrying us and selling us uh, pretty okay. consistently. Sweet. Um, Tides in the Hunt, which is just down the street. Nice. They're always good. Uh, and I played softball with the the restaurant manager at the Black Cow, so oh, cool. I, I can usually twist his arm, yep, and put a keg yep. in there. <laughs> um, and then you know if you know if we find some new accounts, you know, Public Kitchen, the guy uh, Richie at Public yeah, Kitchen really is nice always. Guy. Yeah, he's always willing to try us out, and uh, yeah. so. You know, the, like those sorts of accounts Very cool. are what's fun and what I'm, you know, what I'm going to focus on. Yeah. So I have a couple questions kind of stepping back a bit. Um, when you were saying that you let people try your beer and you got a, a lot of good response, you know, it was the IPA, right? Yep. Um, who were you um, giving that beer to? Because like, you know, you don't want to just give it to your family because they're always just going to say, oh, it's great, you know? <laughs> yeah. So, like, who else were you giving it to? Yeah, so um, so it was, it was. Uh, there were some friends of ours that ordered it. Um, I don't know if they were doing it just to be nice, but uh, <laughs> but they definitely, they gave us some good feedback. And then there were others um, who 
you know, some some people that we delivered to that I had never seen or met before that, you know, liked Waylay or liked Tiffany. Um, yeah. So they would order some Tiffany and they'd throw in a spin. Nice. Um, and they gave us some really good feedback on it, too. There's a couple of reviews on Untapped. There wasn't a lot of it. I think it was just yeah. a, a, like a 10-gallon batch that I made. So And then I bottled it and some Belgian bottles and put a pretty little label on it. Nice. But, are you yeah. looking at Untapped at all at this point? Or like, uh, what, what are your feelings on Untapped? We always like to ask that. Uh, uh, you know, guilty for checking. Right? Consistently. <laughs> like, not every day. Like, yeah. I'll look like yeah. once a week. Um, it's it's one of those things where, you know, people like what they like, and that's cool. Um, <laughs> the, the, the problem... It's not necessarily a problem with Tiffany because Tiffany generally rated pretty well because people like New England IPAs. Um, the problem that I saw occasionally in a store would be like uh, buyers were hyper-focused mm-hmm. on that untapped score. Yeah. And if, yeah. Uh, you know, to the point where you could bring them a sample and they'd love the beer and they'd be like, well, what's your untapped score? And I'd be like, I don't know. And they'd look and they'd be like, eh, it's kind of low. I don't. I think. I think I'll skip that style. Um, so that was occasionally. It didn't happen a lot, but it was occasionally something that I ran into. Yeah. Uh, with Untapped, I like the idea of it um, to track. You know, I, I don't do this. Mickey always did. <laughs> uh, so we have some other friends to do, but they track all the beers that they try. Yeah. Uh, and and a lot of that is uh, it's it's part of like a there's you know there's no there's no real beer loyalty. Um, mm-hmm. within like the craft beer circle there, there is, I mean, there are people who are outside of that circle who are loyal to beers. Um, but everyone wants to try something new, uh, and get yeah. mixed four packs or, yeah. you know, which is cool. I mean, I, I like that too. I like trying new beers. Um, but at the same time, you know, it makes it hard to brew. So you, we could brew a batch of Waylay and sell it in a couple of weeks. And then we're like, well, that went really fast. <laughs> That's cool. So we brew it again, and then it's a lot harder to sell because everyone's already had it. Right, and they want to try something different. Yeah. Yeah, we've noticed that as well when we've talked to people about it. Yeah. And I think there's a lot of places that benefit from that where they're brewing, um, a lot of breweries that benefit from that, where they're brewing a lot of different And they have beers. tap rooms where they have tons of beers on tap. Exactly, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, there, there's, I mean, there's definitely some challenges to contracting, and I, I think, uh, you know, Working with this sort of hybrid approach that we're going to be doing, I think it's uh, it's going to benefit us. It's going to be- benefit the beer. Yeah. And I think people that drink our beer will benefit too. So, so my next question, um, going back, was you know you said that you're going to get your new system up and running, and you're going to go back to your accounts and the restaurants. Right? Are you going to be bottling or are you gonna be canning yourself? that was my next question are you That's gonna be a doing good that question. yourself yeah um i think initially the first handful of batches will all be in kegs okay um, okay one thing that uh richard at kohituit did have was a uh, a can sealer and a labeler um i wasn't <laughs> able to pry that off of his no. hands uh-huh. not, not, <laughs> not at a price that i would have yeah, been able to do yeah. it. that stuff is expensive yeah and he yeah it was very canners expensive. aren't cheap yeah. Um, so in bottling a barrel 
of beer is not total pain in the ass. Yeah, it's not pleasant. <laughs> I know, not fun. Don't so, recommend. Ten so, out of ten, don't recommend. <laughs> <laughs> so it's all going in kegs um, cool. to start. <laughs> Um, and there aren't a lot of retail accounts, uh, um, stores, uh, packy stores that will sell kegs, but there are a few. Um, so I'll keep my eye out for those ones and, yeah. and see how they do. And you're just in mass right now, right? <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yep. I think, um, I, I think you need to have separate licensing to be able to distribute to other States. Cool. So back to brewing, um, what is your favorite beer style to brew? Just for curiosity's to sake. To brew, hmm. or I like or drink. brew. I love I love brewing. My, I love brewing the porter, Kings Hill. Oh, all really? Right. Yeah. And every time I brew it, I try to make it hoppier because I like a hoppy porter. And, your, uh, your porter's definitely hoppy. Yeah, I, I, I want it hoppier. It does say hoppy porter on it as well. It's so. great. Well, I think <laughs> I, again, I go backwards uh, to contracting, and I think um, people sort of misunderstand what I'm trying to accomplish with that. I don't know if you guys have ever had. Pappy's Porter from uh, The Alchemist. Mm. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it was it was the like flat out inspiration for that beer, and uh, it was it was hoppy, and I and I'm trying to get to that point. What a shocker! (laughs) (laughs) That's really cool. I don't know of any other hoppy porter. Um, so hoppy as in the bitterness, or are you trying to get more of the aroma? And both. both. Okay. Yeah, a little bit of both. Yeah. So the uh, the idea is it's almost uh, sort of like a hybrid black IPA. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, yeah. A little like a little sweeter, a little more chocolatey. Okay. Um, not as not as dry. Yep. Um, but hoppy. Very cool. What kind of hops do you like to use in that one? Um, if you can tell us, I I want to <laughs> say you know mosaic, uh, centennial are pretty much standard in beers yeah. that I make. Um, yeah. Citra goes into a lot of things too, and then. We, you know, we can experiment. Um, we, we, I brewed a, a small batch. Um, I think I don't know if we actually sold these ones or not. I'm not sure if if Mickey approved. <laughs> um, a small batch IPA with uh, uh, Nelson Sauvin yeah. and um, a few other like just sort of different yeah, types of hops. Yeah, not you know, like just, the popular yeah. hops per se. Exactly. Not the boring huge. You know, it ain't no galaxy. Ain't no. <laughs> so, are you are you guys capable? Are you uh, what is it? Cicerones? Is that Cicerone? Cicerone? Yeah. Are you guys like like certified? Cicerones? I'm beer uh, beer server certified. Okay. Yeah, so she's and I'm beer- working on my full Cicerone. Excellent. Yeah. And I watched all the videos, and I never took the test. Okay. <laughs> <That's-> <laughs> she's halfway there, I guess. Yeah. I mean, you you could still take the test, right? I could just take the. I- what about yourself? Are you certified? I, I am not. And, okay. Uh, so, I I I tend to um, I don't I, I some people are able to taste what hops are in a beer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, if something is obvious, it's it's obvious. Yeah. Um, but there are people that can pinpoint. You know, the that, the that's third. A gift. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's not me. Um, what I do is I I sort of imagine the um, the flavor profiles sort of blending together. Okay. Um. And then I decide, you know, what would work and what wouldn't, and I try that. Yeah. Uh, sort of um, like a, like a, you just kind of like free, like freelancing. Yeah, yeah. As you're making, as you're making things, you're, you're throwing it together. Right, and right, right, right. Keeping track so you yeah. can replicate it. <laughs> but uh, it's fun. That's cool. But, yeah. I think I read in your bio, you take a lot of inspiration from food, is that correct? Or yeah. cooking? Yeah. So, um, 
at one point, I, I love to cook. Uh, okay. And I've, That's cool. I've, um, I have a chili that um, <sighs> pairs with I the waylay. It pairs with the waylay almost perfectly. Nice. Um, almost. almost. Almost perfectly. <laughs> it, it is perfect. Okay, okay. Um, cool. <laughs> in fact, it's a small town rally, but the uh, the public library hosts a, uh, a, a, I don't know, is it biannual if it's every two years? Yes. Yeah. So they host a biannual chili cook-off. In fact, oh gosh, yes. uh, uh, actually, this past year they didn't do it, and um, I am the two-time defending champ. What? So, <laughs> All right, noted. So uh, the, the, I think they canceled it because they didn't think anyone else had a chance. But I don't know. I was actually. Wow, you heard it here, folks. Um. I, w- I was. I was gonna. I was gonna try something a little bit different too, and I, I was gonna go with like a, a green chili or something. But Ooh, um, maybe maybe like open up the field a little bit, make it right? easier for other right? people. Right. Yeah. But my recipe <laughs> is top notch, um, and I make it um, I, for the for the competition. Um, I make it with turkey and beans. Oh, uh, when I make okay. it for myself, I make it with ground chicken and no beans because gotcha. I don't. I prefer Try not to, be to a have the healthy, beans. I guess. But yeah, cooking, uh, <laughs> cooking for me, it's 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 a lot in the same. So I have a, an art degree. I um, my background again is in photography um, and graphic design. Uh, my full time job is a creative director, so I like to sort of make things from nothing. You're kind of a creative person. Yeah, you uh, and, and uh, <laughs> I think it's Bone Up Brewing. They had I don't know if they still do this. I love Bone Up. But uh, actually, the the girl um, Liz. Liz, she was a graphic designer. Yeah, yes, she was. She does all their artwork. Yeah, it's she's super brilliant. cool. She is. Yeah, and yes. um, and her. Uh, I think they had like a tagline. It was like beer from ingredients. Yes, yep. and that you know that's the whole idea is you're you're just mashing ingredients together and yep. making beer. You're when you're taking pictures, you're mashing you know elements of the picture together to make an overall picture. Yeah. Uh, when you're cooking, you're doing the same thing. You're throwing ingredients together, um, understanding how they're going to intertwine, and you are making food. That yeah. tastes delicious. Um, in fact, <laughs> this is, this is a sort of this story might tell more about me than I'd like to let on. But um, let's go for it. <laughs> this past October, um, uh, well September even, I had signed up for uh, Master Chef's auditions. Ooh, and, that's pretty cool. Yeah, it's a little. Uh, you wanted to get nerdy. <laughs> <laughs> let's get let's nerdy. Go. All right. So I had signed up for MasterChef's auditions, and um, I was going to go. It was the day before my family and I were going to Disney World. Oh, jeez. <laughs> and there was something else that was happening that day. That, Probably. Uh, I think, like, the, the, I have three kids. I think they were pulled in four different directions. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, sadly, I couldn't make it. No. Um, I did, I did, uh, I did, like, practice the meal that I was going to make for it, and... Uh, I was very happy with it, and it was very disappointing that I didn't get to uh, go. But I'm not sure. Uh, even if I had been accepted, with it would have been something. Po- yeah, I was curious about that. Like, <laughs> yeah. I, I think um, I think they started taping in February. Oh wow! It might have been January, yeah. I, and I doubt that they would have finished. But uh, I'm curious to see when the next season comes out. What right. it looks like. I watch MasterChef. I watch. I watch people dig gold out of the ground. <laughs> Um, people who are working the land, like these are shows that I watch. That's I, cool. I'm a weirdo. No, that's, that's my awesome. wife hates it. <laughs> yeah. Well, I guess speaking, uh, you know, on ingredients and your beer, like talk about your other beers. Like, what do you what do you got going on? 
Okay. Uh, <laughs> Here we go. Yeah. So Mickey always wanted a double IPA. Um, he wanted to package and sell a double IPA. And uh, with him backing away, um, I think that's going to be the first beer I make. <laughs> <laughs> so Awesome. <laughs> um, and it, I was talking with a, um, there's a, a home brewer in Groveland, again, just down the street, who um, has, he's actually having a bottle uh, bottle swap. Uh, event on Sunday, this coming Sunday, I, oh. I'm going to try to stop at. But we chat back and forth on Instagram, um, it, just bouncing ideas off of each other. He, he wants to come brew with me once I get the system set up. I don't think I've ever met him. He did buy <laughs> beer from us online, and I delivered it to his house. So I know where he lives. <laughs> um, it's a good start. Yeah. but yeah. So he, he, um, he was talking to me a little bit about the uh, water hardness. Uh, mm -hmm. in beer and he mentioned a specific recipe that he saw where the hardness was some something ridiculous and I started thinking I'm like you know what I, I can see how that would I can see how that would make it better so, so I think uh, my first experimental beer will be a double IPA with elevated water hardness and uh, try to make it a little bit dry try to make it a little bit juicy um you know, that's, that's cool. that sort of thing. It'll be with Simcoe yeah. primarily. And uh, I think um, I always like to throw some Maris Otter in there for a grain. Nice. So we'll give that a shot. We like Maris Otter. That was in our ASB that we did at East Bridge. Was it? Yes, oh. it was. Yeah, it's a good grain. <laughs> it's really that's good. solid. Um, so other than that, I think, uh, you know, I, I was telling a friend of mine the other day that I, I want to brew like some more. I want to make some more IPAs. Um, just because, you know, Tiffany's really the only one that we've ever brewed and packaged and spin would have been if, uh, if things had played out a little bit differently. Yeah. But, um, there is a lot of opportunity at, you know, for experimenting with, you know, that style. Um, if you're making a porter, how experimental can you get? You could start throwing True. some, you know, like chocolate in there or you could put some marshmallows in there Ooh. make a make a like a stout or something <laughs> yeah, like that. yeah yeah which is you know that's that's fun it's cool and that's part of what i'll be doing but uh for for sure in the end um you know the whole the whole idea for me is to just sort of like create a range of as many styles as possible but focusing right now on ipas yeah well, it makes sense. Again, like what we said, the haze craze pays, you know, <laughs> it does. that's what gets you, um, yeah. you know, the name. And then once you get the name, you can start experimenting because when people know they like your IPAs, be like, oh, you know what? I'm going to try this beer from them. Yeah. Right. That's how it works. You know, I mean, when I go to a packy store and I like this one beer, doesn't matter what it is. I like this one beer from this brewery. I'll go buy everything else from that brewery. See what else because, they have. Yeah, because I thought like, wow, this beer was unreal. I'm going to get everything else. Anytime I see a new beer that they have, I'll buy it. Right? Yeah. How it works. Definitely. That's how it works by Sound Guy Ryan. He really just simplified it. <laughs> he really did. So there you go. Now <laughs> you know what you have to do. Now you know. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So one other question I have. What is your kind of favorite part about brewing? Do you have a favorite part that you really like to focus on? It's really just the whole process. 
I love when that boil first starts. I don't know if it's because of the anticipation of waiting for it, but yeah. uh, once it, it starts boiling, you get a nice, you know, the, the steam starts coming yeah. out. The rum starts to smell sticky. It's great. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then you start dropping some hops in, and it makes it even better. The foam That's starts cool. coming up. It's great. Good stuff. What is something that you want to learn more about in the brewing process? Oh, definitely um, uh, yeast. Like we growing. Get that a lot. There's a lot to learn yeah. there. Yeah. So it's... do you repitch your yeast? Like, do no. You, no? I, you just no. use fresh every time? Fresh every time. Yeah. Unfortunately. Well, I mean, I've always well, don't been so much time in between each batch. Yeah, and I've right? always, yeah. I've, I've yeah. always just brewed test batches. Yeah. yeah. So it's not something. Yeah, I don't have a lab somewhere that. <laughs> yeah. Well, well I know, my wife I know is a high school science teacher. Maybe I could well, use their lab. Well, there you go. You're all set. Yeah. Why yeah. not? I mean, I know a lot of homebrewers. Like, there's like that cult of people who do that. Yeah. You know, they repitch it. They they. It's a they, cult, they, huh, Ryan? It is a cult. I've wow. I've actually tried. In fact. Years ago, I tried to. Um, years ago, I, it was probably like three or four years ago. That's a long I tried ago. to harness some uh, some of the sediment from a can of heady topper. Yeah, um, it didn't work. Oh. Didn't take. <laughs> it didn't work. I've heard it work, you know, probably not for all beers, but you can definitely make it work. It yeah. Must be hard. Yeah. Yeah. I think it depends on the beer and how much maybe sediment is in each. Yeah, you know? and you you need like all the right equipment and everything too yeah. to be able to make that happen. Yeah. So. It was, yeah, it was a wing and a prayer. It didn't work. <laughs> it was a good try. Yeah, at least I got to drink the heady talk. Yeah, so. yeah, exactly. So this is the part of the podcast where we want to get to know you a little bit more. Okay. Um, first question is, what do you got in your fridge at home? For beer? For beer. Uh, or ketchup. I we've don't care. Got, <laughs> I've got a variety of treehouse beers that was um, picked wow. up by a friend so of mine the fancy. other day. Nice. Yeah. That's, a, that's a good friend. Yeah. That's a great friend. Very good yeah. friend. <laughs> I have one of those friends. Yeah. Aww. Yeah. They, they, right now, they're, you order online and they sell these hop packs. I think that's what I got is a hop pack. So. Nice. That's cool. Yeah. Um, what's your guilty pleasure beer? Uh, guilty pleasure beer. I mean, if you call it a guilty pleasure, I drink like Lagunitas and Sierra Nevada. Is that okay? Fabulous. Yeah. No, why not? Well, so uh, again, Mickey, um, he's, he's more of a beer snob than I am. <laughs> but, um, I, you know, yeah. I, we, we're on a couple group texts and with, with other friends and I, you know, everyone's taking pictures of the beers that they're oh, sending. Of course. You guys yeah, probably yeah, don't yeah. do that. So I, I send a picture of me drinking a uh, Sierra Nevada, and he was giving me a hard time about it not being local. Come on, that's an OG. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. whatever, man. Like, like, <laughs> like my guilty pleasure would have to be like a Paps or like a Rolling Rock. Oh yeah, you know? I don't. Yeah, not for me. Don't no, mess not, with that stuff. No. <laughs> I'm too elite for this. I'd rather. N- I'd, I'd, it's it's weird. I I'd just I'd rather not have a beer. Like there's oftentimes wow. Bud Lights Good in my you. fridge Good or Buds in my. I just don't. I Who don't, drinks them? Your wife? My mother. Oh, my, that's nice. My my mother, my sister, whoever comes yeah. by. If we have a party or something, <laughs> you know, the fridge gets filled beer? up. Oh, they drink that too. Oh, okay, good. Yeah. <laughs> um, if you had you a um, a last meal in beer oh, pairing, yeah. what would it be? Ooh. Last meal in beer. I would have to say a steak and a Guinness. I think we've had that one before, but just it's such a rice. great it's such a great combination though. Yeah. So I don't diss a that. Steak that's, and a Guinness. That's solid with some potato. Of course, maybe some yeah. broccoli. All right, why not? A little bit. Yeah, just not a, a lot. Little, not a lot. Just yeah. a little veggie. Buttery, salty. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. yep. Good steak though. Yeah, I'm tasting it right now. 
I'm so jealous. <laughs> what kind of music do you listen to when you brew? Oh, uh, I have a Pandora station with a variety. Um, generally, I don't know if some obscure emo rappers from the nice. early late 90s Solid. early 2000s like if you guys ever heard of someone named sage francis no uh negative ghost right i recommend you look him up um there's a uh a, a, a group of um rappers from minneapolis called uh doom tree i listened to quite a bit of that and then some you know uh some more like alternative um pearl jam okay Chris Cornell. All right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. A little bit of oldies. R.I.P. Just a, a blend of pretty much anything. Nice. You know, like anything not too poppy. A little bit of poppy's fine, not too poppy. Cool. So, where do you want the beer industry here to move towards? Like, what do you want to see to change? I don't know if anything really necessarily needs to change. I like sort of what's happening. Um, with cool. the small, like small, like local breweries that tend to be sort of like your local bar. Yeah. Um, you see it in Peabody with uh, Granite Coast, and um, you see it in Beverly, Beverly with Salem. four or five of them now at this point. Um, Salem with the East Regiment, you know, there's yeah. another one. Uh, like it's all that. That's what I like, um, and I it, ideally, you know, as things progress with what I'm doing, that's what I want to do. Whether it's a brew pub or a small little brewery. I was going to ask you that. In your future, do you still want to open up a tap room at some point? I do. So I have I have this planned out in my head, and uh, it, it's a very expensive endeavor. <laughs> no, and, you don't say. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, I have a young family, um, three kids, and a mortgage and car payments and all this stuff all that, the fun re- stuff. that sort of requires me to you know to be a little bit more responsible with day to day. That's that's good of work. you. Work. Yeah. Uh, it's unfortunate, <laughs> and um, you know, it's it's one of those things where if the time is right, the time will be right. Um, For sure. I I've always sort of had this idea where it will be like a couple years down the road, a couple years down the road, but I stopped thinking that way. Um, and I'm just sort of waiting for something like that to, to sort of happen. I think it's, yeah. so in my head, the vision is, um, and I don't know if I've, I, I might've vocalized this before. With That's other cool. People, my wife, maybe. Let's, so, let's tell us again. So I, I want to have a, um, a, a small tap room. I don't know, if, uh, like, you know, even if it's just the equipment that I have right now where I'm brewing very small batches of beer. Just putting it on tap. Oh, it's awesome. Yeah. Uh, and then the idea that I've been sort of bouncing around back and forth in my head is to have a small one-dish kitchen where I would bring Ooh, in on right. occasion like guest, guest like local celebrity chefs. We'll call them local celebrities. <laughs> yeah. um, where they can come in and, uh, you know, brew, uh, make a, a, a recipe, make a dish that sort of pairs well with one of the beers that's on tap. Yeah. Um, I don't know if... If it's something that would be like a monthly thing or, you know, a weekly thing. But that's something that I want to do as sort of an event uh, as part of that tap room. And on other days, we'll have the chili going in the kitchen. Of course. We'll have uh, (laughs) a couple of other small things. And then, like, when inspiration is right, we'll put a dish together um, and have that as part of the menu. That's awesome. So that's what I want to do. Um, 
it's only in the it's only in my imagination at this point. So I mean, it sounds great. It sounds great. I'm already sold. So whenever it happens, yeah, we'll frequent. Uh, yeah. <laughs> if you guys are interested in investing, uh, <laughs> uh, are you accepting investors well, at this point? <laughs> no. That leads me to my next question. Before we end with our last question, Erica's favorite question is: Where can we contact you and find you on social media and uh, the interwebs? For sure. Um, the webs- Our website is uh, anonbrew.com. Um, I believe on Instagram it's Anonymous Brewing. Um, Facebook is the same. There was one, I think it was Twitter, that was a little bit different. I think it's just anonbrew, um, just because the other one was already gone. Of course. Um, <laughs> but yeah, we're all, I, I mean, we're. I'm a little less active lately, just because I've been so busy trying to get everything else together. Yeah. Uh, but we try to post a couple times a week uh, with new announcements, new ideas, um, and some pictures of, you know, the build-out. Yeah. It looks, it looks sexy. pretty sweet. It's pretty. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, you could find us there. Uh, the website, it could use an update. It has uh, a link to stores where you can find us. Hopefully most of those stores are sold out at this point, but you never know. <laughs> um, restaurants that we're on tap in. I think uh, Tapas and Melrose might still have a keg of Tiffany going, but I'm not certain. Okay. Um, cool. Ty, I know Tides just ran out last week because he called me looking for more. But, um, <laughs> cool. So yeah, uh, the website is a good spot to check tw- uh, Instagram mostly. Yeah, go there and get some merch. Merch. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. I actually have two questions. We didn't ask this before, so oh well. Um, the name anonymous. Where where did it come from? Just you couldn't find something else. Was this like your yeah. fifth, tenth name idea? <laughs> no, it's actually. Um, it, usually that's the first story I tell. Yeah, I know. That's why I'm like, when, we're ending with it. <laughs> so uh, when we first started researching all this, um, I, I mentioned before that this is a side hustle. Uh, we didn't want our bosses to know that we had so much extra time on our hands yes. and energy. <laughs> um, and uh, I don't know about Mickey, but my boss specifically does, you know, we, I work for a small company. He follows yep. me on Facebook. You know, Of course. So um, <laughs> we were trying to remain anonymous and um, and it's sort of stuck. Um, yeah, it, I mean the cat's out of the bag, but uh, it is what <laughs> it is at this point, right? But yeah. that's and we cool. have no affiliation with the uh, hacker group Anonymous. Just I, that was the other question. Yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah, no, that's awesome. That's really cool. That's, that is cool. So that was like your first name, and it worked. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, that's kudos. why if you that look at very if you look at some of our logos, they tend to be blurry. I tried to make yep. them blurry. Yep. I was gonna say yeah, yep. but. It's really cool. Yeah. And you make them yourself as you yeah, stated, that's, right? Yeah. That's yeah. Sort of the They're nice. They're very clean, easy to spot, and I like them. Yeah. I'm, you got to change things up every once in a while. I think it's time. <laughs> Definitely. You know, but I like the base of it. You know. It's, cool. It's chill. I appreciate that. <laughs> All right. And then the real last question. What are you most proud of? Uh, it, yeah, I know, right? It's always a curveball. I mean, it's it's got to be the kids, right? The kid, the kids are really the only thing that that make me proud. That's awesome. Aww. I mean, I enjoy, I enjoy creating I like things it. and showing people and and yeah. and feeling pride in that. But you know, watching watching the kids do what they do, it's amazing. Right. So, I mean, mostly amazing. That's... They're cool. They're cool. Awesome. My kids are cool. <laughs> Shout out to them, Aiden, yeah. Camden, Nora, and my wife, Ellen. <laughs> nice. That's that's a great shout out. I love yeah. it. 
Well, Kevin, we really appreciate you doing this tonight with us, and we really do hope you have good fortune with, with everything going on. I know you have a lot of work ahead of you, but... We can't wait for your next beer. It's going to be worth it. I'll yeah. share it with you guys. Excellent. You can come by the garage and <laughs> get a taste. Garages. Here at Farmer Brewers. Yeah. Please. Come, find, <laughs> come by and have a taste. Nice. All right. Looking well, forward to it. Until next time. Cheers. 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 Hey, everyone. Thank you guys for listening to our awesome episode with Anonymous Brewing Company. Uh, Kevin from Rally Mass. That's awesome to give my hometown a shout out. And we have an own, we finally have our own brewery. Hell Woo-hoo! yeah. Um, and if you guys thought this episode sounded kick ass. Tell a friend. Or two. Or three. What? Or more. You know why it also sounded awesome? Because John Jazz Abbott at Small Pond Studios. Jazzy Jazz. Uh, so if you guys are a band solo artist spoken word poet wherever you need recorded you go to small pond studios in georgetown massachusetts yeah it's the home of brewers which is kind of cool we have a home we do have a home before it was my dining room and now we have a home yeah (laughs) um also if you want to make sure you check out his website we will put the link in the bio below but ryan what is it for the convenience of it is smallpondstudios.io yeah so jazz Sound engineer extraordinaire is dabbling in some live audio video production, which is honestly rivaling some of the best ones out there on YouTube right now. So if you guys aren't catching some of the coolest acts that he is hosting here, um, you are really missing out. Um, And who doesn't like music? Oh, that's a big silence right there. Everybody (laughs) loves music. So, um, yeah, so catch them. And make sure if you guys like what you heard, tell a friend, rate, subscribe us, share us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Um, TikTok, I guess. I don't know how the kids are doing that. MySpace. And, uh, how are you kids doing these days? Yeah. We'll catch you next week. Cheers. Cheers.